0: You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, punters, dribblers, welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. We are back for another week, severely depleted of, uh, I'm not going to say serotonin, but just things that make you feel good. Mm. Um, We've had a massive weekend. Shout out to Hamish for what was one of the great 30th birthdays, certainly that happened that weekend. Yeah. You know? Mate, it was a ripper. Happy birthday to Hamish, uh, but it's it's left as broken. The thirtieth, yep. the shenanigans, yep. the goings ons. Uh, Chinese, Bondi, karaoke. Shout out to Bambusha Chinese Restaurant. Um, now look, look, a bull. Shout out is that? Well, shout out seems a little bit too. Is that like positive? Maybe. Maybe a little bit too positive. Now listen. Did I only have half a dim sim? Yes. yes. And were you charged thirty three dollars for the uh, for your troubles? Yes, I was. Yes, you were. But I can't work out if that was my fault or theirs. Yeah, because like, you know, if they fall us. Did once. I go looking for food? No, you didn't. No. Well no. Did I saw. have a seat? No, I didn't. I stole someone. You stole plenty. You stole plenty that night. Now a bit of context, bamboo Chinese restaurant. There were three staff there. There were what about maybe thirty of us, forty of us, another table of uh, obnoxiously intoxicated people who were looking for a fight, but... Unruly gentlemen. Unruly gentlemen. We didn't fight anyone. No. There was zero fighting going on, despite what I thought was almost an odds-on situation for oh, someone you, oh, to oh, start if you're, throwing If you were a, a betting man, you'd look at that and say, that's money for jam. Fights are, for something's you, going down. You would have lost money. There was... You would have lost money. Some of these assholes on this other table were coming over to our table, pouring beer on themselves, like just general unruly behaviour. Um, none trying to start fights in the in the more traditional sense of put them up, but doing everything they could to get someone to punch them. Well, it was it was pretty much a put them up without, without them up asking for you to put them up. Now mm. it was a karaoke restaurant as well, Punish Dribblers, and the the group in question. It was actually quite a nice setting. They were there for their disabled friend's 42nd birthday, I think it was, Eddie. A Down Syndrome gentleman. Very lovely man. Um, And he was taking to karaoke as... A duck takes to water. As feverishly as any karaoke or, singer gone. Or in, as Manly takes to rings. As Manly takes to golden point victories. As Daily I, Cherry Evans takes to drop goals when the game's on the line. I believe, and I'm quoting here, that it was the greatest night of his life. So it was a wonderful night for this young gentleman. I can't remember his name, but he was singing his John. heart out. John. Mm. Shout out to John. Not to your mates, though, John. Sorry. But John, John didn't want to share the microphone with anyone. So, well, he would only share. So you couldn't sing by yourself. You had to sing a a duet with John. Yes. Now, this is fine once or twice for a bit of, you know, like a bit of fun. But, I mean, you and I had a number prepared that we weren't able to get to. And many other people did as well. John sort of stole the night. And then John's friends left John. And John was just left with us. And John continued to own the stage. Yeah. Yeah, it was John's night. It was John's night. Which was unfortunate because we were there for Hamish. Yes. So, Hamish's 30th was hijacked by a lovely fellow in John. Yes. But it became about John and not Hamish, which I think detracted somewhat from the evening. Yes. now listen, I think that I, it was great that John had a good night one of the great nights of his life, he said. and I would have been happy if it was about if it was a night for John and Hamish. Yes. but Hamish got no shine. No, no shine for Hamish, which is where I mean I think things could have been improved. yes. Uh, Was there any way of doing that? No. No, there wasn't. What do you do in that situation? We we didn't have the tools, all the resources, all the know-how. Or his mates who had left. Yes. To do anything about it. So unfortunately, Hamish was left unshined, unwaxed. And you just had to sing with John. Yeah. Which Hamish didn't really like. Well, I mean, look. In fairness to Hamish... You do develop a rapport with someone, much like we have Eddie, and we know each other's idiosyncrasies. Mm. When I know you're really going to hit a high note, and when I should sort of back off, yep. and when you then let me shine. Whereas with John, there just there wasn't that sort of that uh, that familiarity. Well, there wasn't enough time to build the level of rapport required to go all night with him, because he had the stamina of Shane Keith Warren. Yeah, he did. Of of ten Shane Keith Warns, um, and certainly. Got his money's worth. He got his $33 worth. <laughs> and then some. <laughs> and then some. <laughs> and then some. <laughs> he got all that. It house. was one of the great buys of all time for John. One of the great buyers. I mean, if you're spending $33 for the night of your life, and I that that's quotes. That's, 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 that's money well spent. That's money well spent. I mean, people have spent billions in the pursuit of happiness. Mm. And for John, $33 did the trick. Yeah. I didn't even know... If he may have been shouted as well. I don't even know if John paid for it, which is... And you know, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. No, he shouldn't have. Um, but look, we, we we certainly left the karaoke uh, with a lot more in the tank, you could oh, yeah. say. And that was where the night sort of started. Started, yeah. Yeah. It started back at Hamish's, um, full of vigour, full of life. Uh, a lot of yelling, as Chica just pointed out. Yes. A lot of screaming at each other. Um, debating. Uh, Just trying to one up each other, I suppose. A lot of one upmanship, a lot of alpha energy in the room, uh, which was fun which was fun, but it does equal people screaming over the top of each other to get their point across, which you need to be wildly intoxicated (laughs) to take part in. Or enjoy on any level. Yeah, that's usually when my girlfriend leaves. Yeah. I didn't follow her this time, which was a mistake. That was Not because I was in trouble or the doghouse, but because I'm now feeling it in every part of my body fiber every molecule every yeah. fiber down deep down into my soul punters dribblers today has been awful <laughs> uh this was obviously my first crack back yeah, since dry july far. started and it has not gone well <laughs> for me no well uh, like it went well but now it hasn't no I was so hungover on Saturday, or Sunday, rather, punters, dribblers. I ordered uh, a KFC Ultimate Burger Meal, Zinger, and Three Wicked Wings. When when it arrived, I fell asleep, woke up and ate it cold. It was that sort of day. Yeah, that sort of a day. I came over to your place to do some work, Eddie, sat on the couch for an hour, then just left. <laughs> so that's what you're dealing with. And then obviously, as any punter and dribbler knows, at least one who is working into their sort of late 20s, 30s, uh, Monday is the worst day. Oh, yeah. Monday is the worst day after a big weekend. Sunday, obviously not good, but I don't think that the full effects of the weekend have actually hit you. Well, Sunday allows you the ability to remain horizontal throughout the day. <laughs> yes. And I enjoy being horizontal. Yeah. There was football on. There was cold KFC cave- to digest. Yep. Today it was it was all hands on deck, it was work day, there was things to be done, I needed to be on, yeah. and I wasn't. <laughs> so punters, dribblers, you're going to have to uh, bear with us on this one. Look, obviously we always bring our A game when it comes to this podcast uh, for you guys. We said last girls. week we're never down. We're never down. And we're never out. And we're never out. But we're a little down <laughs> and we're a little out today. But not out. <laughs> but we're not out, though. Just a little. So uh, best that we uh, shine our shoes, put a smile on our face, comb the hair, Eddie, mm-hmm. pull the socks up, tighten your belt, yep, yep. and uh, get ready to rip into what was, now I, I don't want to sound hyperbolic when I say this, one of the biggest weeks in world sport. Yeah. For a couple of reasons. For a couple of reasons. Rugby league was, again, the winner. Winner. Um, there's a couple of different yarns there. Rugby league throwing up some weird, weird, it's a weird week in rugby league in terms of some of the stories. That That's fair right. Say. A couple of weird stories. Uh, the Wallabies got a win. you. Do we, do we touch on that? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, let's not promise anything. Maybe not. I'm not promising a damn thing. Cause we didn't watch it. Um, did but, I watch your highlights? No, no, I didn't even watch. So I'd be doing it off feel. Yeah. Same. And feel alive. Feel alive, <laughs> Dude, I think we played pretty well. Uh, yeah. Ultimately, we got the win, and that's important. Um, also, uh, we've got Australian swimming's caught a case of the Sun Yangs, so we're uh, we're going to have to look into that. Otherwise, we'd be China if we if we didn't acknowledge when we've got a Sun Yang in our midst, we'd be China. So, we're going to face that head on and try and make sense of it. Also, Eddie, what is probably the most exciting uh, story in Australian sport right now? Uh, the Tour de France has wrapped up. Yes, it has. Not yeah, sure, sure. We might touch on it. We might, we might not. Also, the ashes squad has been announced, and we might just give out. Oh, will be giving something. Feeling on that, we'll be know? giving something. Yeah. Starts this week. Starts this week. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be giving our feeling. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't gl- don't just gloss over that. No, you know what? I mean, it's it's just, yeah, it, it's l- that sort of. Day. It's that sort of a day. Okay, we're absolutely going to talk ashes. <laughs> just. Get off my back. So, as you cast your, as we cast our lazy eyes to the northern beaches, mm-hmm. uh, a land of the uh, beaches, babes, rings, glory, really. Um, yep. All signs, or all things I'm hearing out of the Manly Seagulls Club is that they're st- they've got the tape measures out and they're measuring fingers because rings seem imminent rings seem imminent to me when you go down and you beat the uh, top of the table Melbourne Storm in Melbourne in Golden Point. On a 10-game win streak, punters, dribblers. I think that you start to measure fingers. fingers. Now, that's what I've been led to believe. Jamie Soward, friend of the show, he's hearing those whispers as well. If you look at his power rankings this week, who's he got number one, Tom? Who's he got number one, punters, dribblers? the manly seagulls that's right so that that means that we are considered the greatest team in the competition right now now that's fact because friend of the show jamie Soward said it and we've said it so it's now fact uh i didn't think that we would be here today i didn't think so I didn't, Certainly not in 2019. In 2019, of course, of course. After the year we had last year and what Des has been able to do with these big, thick boys All is just unprecedented. But it, but it does sort of, I think now it's conclusive that the alpha-looking coach... Not but, an alpha but, male coach. Yeah. He's a beta coach, but he looks like an alpha. Mm. So that was very misleading in the well, early going. You know, I mean, like six packs are all well and good, and 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 obviously like a phenomenal jawline. Mm. Every everyone wants that, right? Yeah. But that's not what you're looking for in a coach. That's an added bonus if you've got it. But yeah. if you don't, that's not a problem. Some of the some of the the most soft chinned men in this great nation more qualified to coach than Trent, whose chin is as defined and as rock solid as any chin we've seen. One of the great chins in world sport. So I think I just wanted to make note of that. And this- then I wanted to go into the fact that Des Hasler and the Manly Seagulls just go so well together. Yes. So deliciously well together. And I, I cannot believe, Tom, that we are now premiership favourites. In 2019. Well, yeah, we're odds on faves to, to take the whole thing out. Now, the game itself, obviously, as we mentioned earlier, we were in the middle of uh, some uh, some sort of uh, karaoke nightmare. Uh, but <laughs> unfortunately for, uh, for Hamish, I think there was a point where he realized that there was about maybe 12 blokes uh, who were just huddled behind a phone. <laughs> But, no, no. On each table, there was a congregation of men around phones. But, um, DCE clutch as fuck, as clutch as you like. He's always been clutch. I know, but there his, was a his record times- for drop goals now is phenomenal. Yeah, 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 he can hit him, DCE. He can fucking hit him. Don't worry about that. Jake Javovich, uh, sixty nine tackles, hundred and five meters, sixty nine tackles, punters, dribblers, sixty nine. The best tackler in the game. He's the Which, best tackler in the game, bar none. Uh, did they get that? Did they get the dangerous tackle charge right? Yes, they got 100%. it. Hundred right. percent. There's, there's, right. there's, there's nothing in it. got it right. nothing in it. Early play. You'll be there next week. The boys are flying. It's unbelievable. It's now, unbelievable. I mean, was I a little concerned when I saw him make that tackle? I was concerned that the NRL were going to get it wrong. Well, it was just like, okay, Kotrich got three weeks, and I can't see a ho- like. Was there a whole lot of difference? No, no, there wasn't. Come on, like really. There was no difference. There was no difference. It it was as bad. There was no difference. I don't get it. No, I don't get it. And then Isaac Luke also got a charge, and his tackle I didn't think was. I thought his tackle was uh, better than all of them. His was fine, I thought. But uh, in all honesty, Jake's was. I thought Jake's was the worst of all. Was the worst of (laughs) all. It was like no, because oh, he like shit. he like stands and delivers, yeah. right? Whereas Kotchits like he falls over it. But yeah, Jake's was like I'm like, finishing. Yeah, it. like get it, bruh. Yeah, and what was obviously lovely to see uh, Jake's uh, gentlemanly nature has already been well established on this podcast. But he looked. Jake looked like he knew he'd done like how fucked he was. Oh yeah. Jake looked like he thought he was fucked. And I think that's what saves you, right? Nice guys in the rugby league seem to get get away with things, right? If you're an if you're an out and out grub who looks like an out and out rugby league grub, they're gonna throw the book at you historically. Josh Maguire or George Burgess would have got like twelve. Hundred percent. Why do you reckon Cameron Smith, who looks like an accountant, gets away with everything? Nice guy. Looks like a nice guy. Nice guys finish first in Mm -hmm. the rugby league, as it were. Yep. Okay. And the tackle itself... Goes against the old adage. The tackle itself was... uh, Raucous. It was a raucous tackle. It was a raucous tackle. And when I saw that he didn't get off, it was the one silver lining in what was otherwise a horrible Sunday for me, was to see that he wasn't charged. I sort of chuckled to myself. I I laughed. I go, that's ridiculous. That's insane. But, I mean, look, you can't... You can't penalise great, lovely guys. I just no. think that's that's what we're learning here, punters, yeah. doblers. The game loses, then the game loses. Good blokes need to be out on the field week on week. Okay, Putting Jake. Good bloke Jake, performances. Jake puts bums in seats and he and he directs eyeballs to screens. I mean, he's a money maker. He's a money spinner. Mm. Okay, sixty nine tackles, made of steel, cut from granite. Big thick boy, face busted open like a bloody soup. He's pin. a rugby league warrior, and yeah. the game needs warriors on the park. Cotridge, good player, not like not a household name really. Not like not like Jake is. Well, I mean, he's not the son of a tomato farmer. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Could you ever, in a million years, punners, dribblers, suspend the son of a tomato farmer? No. It, not if you're a smart businessman if you got if you got any business now which i know totally at the NRL does we've had many a conversation with totally haven't we he's not he's not a silly boy he's not going to suspend someone who's got a yarn and a narrative such as a turbo well the NRL's not i mean they're not they're not idiots like you say todd's a smart guy and he knows if they get the the farmers off off board Particularly the tomato farmers. Of this fine nation. Of this fine nation. Very powerful lobby. Very powerful movement. Mm-hmm. They can move and shake the tomato farmers. They're, well, they are Australia's equivalent to the NRA, the tomato farmer in this yeah. country. Yeah. Yeah. They're heavily, backed of, they're heavily backed politicians. They are behind any big move. Mm. And I would not be surprised if Papa Treboevich just made a little phone I think he, have, he would have called totally. He would have got on the blow and said, listen, I don't need to tell you. Jake won't be, you won't be covered Jake won't be missing evidence. games. Otherwise, you'll feel the full Force. and powerful wrath of the Tomato Farmers Union. <laughs> oh, the TFU. It is a... <laughs> the TFU. The TFU is... <laughs> Not to be fucked <laughs> Not with. Not to be fucked with, dude. Not to be fucked with. And look, do we have ties to the Tomato Farmers <laughs> Union? Sure. <laughs> we might. We've got ears there. That's for How damn you... sure. I will say this. I will say this. You remember our little issue with Apple? Yeah. How do you think that went away? How do you think so that happened? How do you think we got KO for free within a day after they said they weren't giving it to us? Little call to the TFU. <laughs> <laughs> they make things happen. They make things happen. Um, um, shout out to <laughs> Wow, uh, have we got any other rugby league stories, Eddie? What else? What else caught your eye? Um, I wanted Fuck. to just say Friday night's games were absolute rib snorters. It the was fa- a great game, a great weekend. To leave. So many good games, bro. But those two on Friday were rippers. The fact the Dragons lost was just so funny. I'm like you. You, Blakes, can't get it right. Is there anything harder than being a Dragons fan? Like, I know, even when they won the Premiership, you still I feel like it just would have been tough to support them. Oh, so hard to support. And then, I mean, Gareth Whittap kicks a very delicious penalty to put them up 35 outs, probably a 40 metre kick. And then for them to lose the ball off the short bloody kickoff, the yeah. short restart. Yeah. And then all they had to do, the Rabbits, was go wide. And they went in. It I wasn't was like, like they pulled off some play no, no, no. or they made some no. epic break. It was just like their winger no, came it's in. It's just like through the hands. Through what's, the hands. What's funny, and like I know that they scored in the they scored on the wing of the rookie, right? It was someone Saab, I think he's a new kid. I can't remember his name, but he was he scored two tries, had a pretty good game, otherwise, mm. apart from the one that lost on the game. But yeah. how when and obviously Eddie, speaking from very little NRL experience here, but when it was so simple, <laughs> it's like just stay on your wing and you're all good. <laughs> Like sure. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't understand. I was just thinking about the tomato farmers union <laughs> again. <laughs> I was like, "What's he fucking laughing at here?" I don't, I don't know where I've gone. Uh, so no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Stay on your wing, Brian. You can't be wrong. That's what you do. Because then it's not your miss. That's it. It's not your miss. Then stay on your wing. I also wanted to point out punters dribblers that. The decision to send bin Kalen Ponga for a fucking shoulder charge was disgraceful. That was disgraceful. It was so. Sh- it just sh- like he had two options: either go in with his head, like dive at the ball, be s- be their second, yeah, and lead with your head, and like, you know, who the- who the hell's going to do that? Well, of course, you're going to lead with your head, like especially a, a thinker like Kalen. Ponga. Well, exactly. he's a rugby league thinker. He's not leading with his head, so he goes to spin out of it. He plays with his head, and in doing so. Maybe maybe takes contact contacts him with the shoulder, but he's not. There's no intent. No, that's but that's also incidental contact, right? Where you go, oh well, that like that's unfortunate. Ooh. It's like a head clash, like where you go, oh well, that like you, who? What if if you and I were to have a head clash, which we did when we were celebrating Origin, and one of us was to get knocked out. Mm. That's just it's collateral damage. You're playing contact sport. Yeah, that's what happens. That's what happens. And as Mitch Pearce rightly pointed out, if He doesn't get knocked out. Cheek him, I think it was. It's a seven-tackle set, and the way the game was going, the ebbs and the flows, I reckon Newcastle would have scored. That was just my feeling. Yeah. I think they were robbed of a win. Now, could I be wrong? Yes, I could. Will we ever know? No, not without a time machine. Well, we'll see about that one. We'll see about that that one. But also, what a Newcastle loss and a manly win does do for us, Eddie, is puts us just two more points away from... Uh, the Newcastle Knights on the ladder, and Ben Cochran, who has made a bet over lunch for mm, us. Mm. I think we're on twenty-four points, and they're on eighteen. So, so they're six behind us. That's three wins. Th- we got to lose three. They got to win three. Seems unlikely. Seems unlikely. That There's lunch looking very together. likely. I believe we agreed upon. Uh, we picked the venue and unlimited food and drink. <laughs> yeah, so. Tell you, where, tell you what, won't be going back to Bambuja and Bondi. No, no, no it won't be. Sorry, Bamboo, you've been delisted, blacklisted. But there's a lot of other options. Uh, I also wanted to get your thoughts, Tom, on the NRL proposing to bring in Hawkeye so they can tell if the f- ball goes forward or backwards out of the hands. Now, no. what do you reckon? Is no. that necessary? No, too much. Now there was a couple in the on the weekend. That I wanted fucking to say hours. Yeah, but I wanted to say this as well. I wanted to say this as well. How come every time there's a, f- a contentious forward pass, they, they go out of their way to like show where the ball left his hands and like where the guy caught it? And they're like, see, it moved forward in the air. I'm like, that's not the rule. No, it's, the rule is it's, out it's, of the hands. It's backwards out of the hands. Now, if you're running at full freight, right? Yeah. Let's go, you're running at 30 kilometers an hour. If you pass the ball backwards to your winger... It's going to go forwards in the air. It's yes. called That's physics, ladies and gentlemen. So stop doing that. Stop showing that yeah, fucking that's, footage. That's it's not, not achieving anything. It's got to be from the, the hands. It's, does it go backwards out of the hands? Stop looking at everything else. It's yeah. confusing people. Yeah. It's no, ridiculous. Right. It's stupid. And The rule is backwards out of the fucking hands. So stop showing this other <laughs> shit. Really annoys me. no mate I get you and it's and you're right, and the only reason this Hawkeye thing is being brought up is because the referees have fucked up a couple of a couple of them one of them being one that would have I think won the game for the Warriors against the eels, all leveled it up at the death and sent it to Golden Point Dior, that punishment it was um, but it was it was the, Roderick, Warriors. It was the Warriors. made a break and he's thrown it it was not forward for for shit it was and all four of those referees have been dropped by the way um but it but wasn't Fo- Fox Sports came out being like evidence to suggest it was a forward pass because it moved forward in the air. I'm like, bruh, that's not the fucking, that's rule. Not the fucking rule here. Why Why is it still coming up? It doesn't know. even need to be back out of their hands. It, it could be flat as well. Well, yeah, but a, flat at best. Yeah. And then backward at worst or worst at whatever. You get me, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Long weekend. But, Long weekend. Uh, it's a weird one, dude. I don't think Hawkeye is what you need. I mean, like at the end of the day... It's gonna be what It's gonna be another thing for them to fuck up. The bunker doesn't solve everyone's problems. The only, the only way I would be happy with it, punters, dribblers, is if they wore little wristwatches like they do in soccer, like with that VAR, and the game just continues, and then they get it. Like it, it'll tell them on their watch that was a forward pass. so Then you go back. Instead of like stopping. Hold on. Hold on. What? How does it work in soccer? So, if in soccer with the goal line technology, yeah, if. If they, if someone clears it off the line, they'll keep playing. But if it was a goal, he'll get it on his watch and he stops his. Okay, play. so if it goes, if it breaks the plane of the goal mouth, yeah, like goes over the line, goes over the line, but it's hard to tell live. Then they'll get a little notification, yeah, and they'll be like, they went in. Could you do that with offside in soccer as well? If you've got a player, you probably could in I, front of the last defender and just knowing where they all are. Yeah, yeah. But and I just, guess maybe it's quicker with the image. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking if it was something like that. So I just don't want them to, to stop and go to the bunker and look and like, it's too fucking I just tedious think, and I just, I just Unless just, it can be done live, don't do it. I don't think it's worth it. I don't think the forward pass is that big of a problem in the game where you're like, oh, God, there are all these games being ruined by forward passes. It happens sometimes. Sometimes you get it wrong. Sometimes you get it right. Sometimes it goes against you. Sometimes it doesn't. It would always even out, though. It Look, it, it eventually it does. Like, I just don't think it's the thing, like, the glaring problem. Shit, we've got to fix the forward pass issue in the game. Let's get Hawkeye. Hawkeye's not even – Hawkeye's even a little bit how you're going sometimes, you know? Like, even in cricket, sometimes Hawkeye's a bit weird. So whilst I, I'm, I'm – all for Hawkeye in cricket and in tennis. I'm still just like let's leave it out of rugby league. It's just another fucking thing. Yeah, it's let's just not let's not overcomplicate it. No, let's let's less relax. is more. Less is more. Less is certainly more in this case. Less is more. Less is more. Uh, I wanted there was another rugby league story uh, off the back of the forward pass. Now for the Warriors. For the Warriors, right? Same game. Now the CEO, I believe, of the Warriors. Um, as some sort of like protest against the NRL has encouraged all the fans this weekend to go to Mount Smart Stadium dressed as referees. Hmm? Complete with whistles. Really? I'm just like, bruh. That sounds like a pretty fucking weird thing to do. Listen to him. This is a quote from him. Someone, George, he goes, let's give Canberra a bit of their own back in terms of what New Zealand's all about. That makes no sense. Everyone can bring a whistle if they want and have a bit of fun with it. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. That sounds like an absolute hoot. Fucking 15 New Zealand Warriors fans blowing whistles dressed as referees. I mean, look. But is that what New Zealand's all about? That's Dressing not. up as refs? You know what? As, a, as Last a, time I checked, it wasn't. As a proud half Kiwi, Edward, and yourself, I think you could probably vouch for this as well. Uh, I think we're all about All Blacks and winning Rugby World Cups. Yeah. That's all the New Zealand side of me is about. Obviously, it's I'm an Australian. Yeah, if like if the wallabies are out, then then, I'm, then I put on the my Black jersey. That's a- exactly A-T-A-Rower. right. Exactly right. Um, and then I barrack for more World Cups. Yes, but that's it, it, bruh. I'm not dressing as a ref now. The idea, I don't mind the sort of like, I guess bit of fun. You know, yeah, we're having a bit of fun. It's a bit of fun, isn't it? But it's also lame as fuck. So, like, it's well, that's it. It's also seriously lame. Yeah. It's not that funny, is the reality. And I mean, sure. Like, yeah, go on, dress up as refs. Burn. (laughs) No. Burn. Or don't. How about that? Or don't dress up as refs. It's just a weird mindset, right? Like, if you're anti, like, let's say you are anti. Cardinal Pell, which I hope you all are. Jesus. But okay. you wouldn't dress up like strap him. in here. But you wouldn't dress up like No, and let's just stress that we are not comparing referees to high ranking Catholic priest pedophiles. No. That J- we aren't. Just saying if you don't like something, you wouldn't dress up like them. That's a very good point. That's my point. Dude, fucking hate the storm. Let's all rock up in storm jerseys and makes no sense. No. So, not sure why I said the Cardinal pill thing, whilst, but you get it. Whilst very spicy comparison, we stress having some dear friends who are referees, a la the great Bill Harrigan friend of the show, we are not comparing them to no. high-ranking former archbishops who are now in prison for being pedophiles. No, we're not. Just saying you wouldn't dress up as something that you seemingly don't like. or As a this- way of protest. Yeah. Thank you. There is no logic there, but there's also no logic in... The Cardinal Pell thing. So I think we probably just move on from that. That's Rugby League, I believe. Yeah. All right, punters, dribblers. So, I mean, I can't remember a time when swimming was as sexy as it is right now. Would that be well, fair to like say? Well, I can. Well, 2000. Okay. Not, you know what? Not since 2000, mm. punters, dribblers, yep. has swimming been this sexy? That's That sounds more correct, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh now, the, such is the nature of swimming in this country that we don't have any out-and-out out throbbers. You know, we've got your Kyle Chalmers, your Mac Hortons of the world, uh, your Campbell sisters, uh, et al., but not really that sexy of a sport in the country. But you're throwing a couple of bloody drug scandals, bruh. And a little leaf out of rugby Legs book. A little leaf out of rugby league book. Scandal equals sexy, mm-hmm. uh, and you know it's all we're talking about. I'm interested in what Max bloody splits are. Oh you yeah, know. I'm. I'm really sort of well. You know, how are we going? How it we was going? the first time people, certainly the listener of this podcast, started to Google swimming. Yes, certainly since people. Ian left us. Since Ian not left is still here, but well, from a swimming sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, but. So after the uh, debacle that was uh, Sun Yang, worst worst teeth in world sport. Morgmouth. Morgmouth. Got a development there. Has had him fixed. Since we said I, something. I think it's since we spoke, obviously. But do your own research. Look at his teeth when they were Morgmouth. And now I'm pretty sure Sun, listen to the podcast, has fixed them up. Can only say well done because they were atrocious, but... That's by the by here, Punished dribblers. Sun Yang last week got us talking swimming because Mac Horton protested him. Sun Yang's a dirty drug cheat. Um, but unfortunately, in the week since then, it has... There's been a development closer to home. We have a drug cheat as well. And when I say closer to home, I mean literally literally in this country. Shayna Jack, uh, Australian swimmer, female, Shayna with a Y. S A J Y N A. Of Of course. Of course. Um, which is nice. She's been done for a banned substance called. Of course, it's not right there. Let's find it, punish dribblers. <laughs> there. Legandrol. <laughs> She's been done for Legandrol, which is apparently if you're trusting, you know, the steroid sources about, which, again, we know people. Uh, It's just only recently been added to the banned substances list, but it's not as bad. Uh, It's not like a full-blown steroid, but apparently it's used to treat people with, like, hip injuries. Uh, The elderly, apparently some of the early tests have been very positive in terms of, like, what it can do, but it is banned. But reading about it, Eddie... Gets you shredded, gets you jacked. So it's banned. Yeah. And she's taking it. Well, yeah, her B sample, I'm pretty sure, came back positive as well. But what happened was was Mac Horton's up there doing his, you know, protesting. Swimming Australia knew that she was out, she'd done this, but couldn't tell the team yet because of some rule where like Asada knew about it, told Swimming Australia, but only Asada can announce the news. So they hadn't announced the news. So Swimming Australia didn't say anything. And then Mac Horton's up there protesting, and you can imagine people at Swimming Australia being like, fuck. We've got this dropping in like a week, um, not good, not a good look. No, we've lost all our credibility. Well, see now, this is where I disagree because people are sure saying agree. that people in China's been re- up on their bloody high horse, going, "Oh, well, look at you, fucking dickheads!" Now, I get that but because it, it, we look, look, were, but we're, were. She's not swimming; she's she got sent home. Yeah, 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 okay, that's fair enough. So that's a good point. I'm just saying it's now an easy like. Well, yeah, it's, look, it's, it's easy to poke. Hey, look, it's not a good look. No, no it's not <laughs> a good look. That's what I'm saying. It's not it's a good look. It's dented our argument. It's absolutely dented the argument. But, but I mean, Max Klein. Max clean, And, listen, uh, we're here having a crack at Shayna with the Y as well. We, you know, there's the door, brah. Door's there, bruh. Door's there, bro. Out of the pool for you. Whereas I think China, still all over the Sun Yung train, the, the bloody- Oh, they're on the Sung train, 100% they are. The hammer of Sung. Oh yeah, they're loving Sung. And that's where we differ. Yes, that's where our, that's where our uh Approach is high different. ground that's it. is able to remain, is that we mm. don't support Shayna with a Y. No, we don't support Shayna with a Y. We don't. Nor do we support Morgmouth. Sung Yang. Sung Yang. So if China took a leaf out of our book, the world would be a better place. Yes. And, you know, I also feel sorry for Shayna with a Y. She claims innocence here, right? Which I they don't think. Ass- do. They always do. I always do. I've never seen anyone own up to it. No. Out of the block. I tell you what, TJ Dillashaw did in the UFC. He just went, Yep, I did it. Uh, but otherwise. Shana it with couldn't a, be. It couldn't be. It couldn't be. Yeah, would was like, "Oh know. no, what happened? I had to." Like, As they pour through, like potential reasons for what oh, I had this supplement and it yeah. wasn't listed on the or thing, I, or I had this meat from nah, this restaurant, yeah, right, well, Canelo. Um, but there are examples. If I'm playing the devil's advocate for Shayna with a Y, that there are supplements that don't necessarily list all the ingredients. And so sometimes you, or what they do is where the supplements are made, right? So let's say we own a supplement company. Mm. We make some shit that isn't on the butt water ban list and some stuff that is banned. Mm. It's mixed in the same vat, mm. So it's like, we'll make this, you know, just normal protein powder in the vat. Then we'll, or we'll make a steroidy, like something that's banned in the vat. Mm. Then once that's done, we'll rinse it off and then we'll make the, the one that's all G. But so there's sometimes trace elements of it. So then that's how it can get and contaminate other supplements. Mm. Now I mean, sure, cool, I get that, but also like if you're an athlete, ninety nine percent of athletes either either they get away with cheating here or they don't do it, right? Like it's there there are a few people that get caught because they are either not vigilant enough, which isn't an excuse when you're an athlete, I don't think. Like, no. It's you not. must know by this stage. You can't just go and eat out here or just go and have this supplement or just go, you gotta know that there could be shit in it because there are other cautionary tales of people going, Oh, I didn't know. Like mate, it happens all the time. Yeah. Now, if that is the case, I feel sorry for her, but she wasn't diligent enough. But I'm also like so many people that have been done pleading defense. Yeah. And, and, and ignorance isn't ignorance isn't isn't an excuse. Ignorance is just like, well, you're an idiot then. Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't have known better. Shane with a Y, we're disappointed. Sorry, Shane with a Y, but you are out of the pool, babe. Out of the pool, towel on, towel. <laughs> Swimmer's off, in- Tell And in- well, do whatever you want there, but just yeah, get out of the pool. Side note, though, if anyone wants to send in some legandrol, if it can strip back the weight, Eddie, help me get swole. <laughs> you know, and it's get the big guy some legandrol. Get me some legandrol. It's good for old people. Are you getting a baggy grain for it? No. No. But it would be nice to look at something more than girth and fat. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, if you had some sort of chiseled freak next to you, yeah. which obviously- I'd feel better. But I've got that potential in me, right? Like, you know, where it's like you can see something, you're like, this could be anything. It just chooses to be nothing. Mm. That's, I think, me. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps with the aid of Legandrol. <laughs> well, exactly, right? That's what we're asking for. Yeah. So, punish dribblers, if you have some, send it in. The big guys sample it. We'll see if he shreds. We'll see if he gets swell. If not, he can't be transformed. Yeah, exactly. If not, then there he's is stuck not. as a fat man. I'm stuck for the rest of his life. Banished to the world of overweight adults. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am old as fuck now. Um, and early knee reconstruction. Early knee reconstructions. Adults had on diabetes, onset diabetes, and uh, back issues. Way too young. And uh, a weakening core and awakening resolve and awakening resolve and uh and and unjustifiable sweating you know what i mean and erectile dysfunction and erectile dysfunction and sleep apnea you have to be hooked up to one of those yeah yeah yeah, i gotta get a mask um but yeah that's uh, that's 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 that's, that's swimming punters dribblers the ashes is upon us now you might be asking yourself, why haven't you two been talking about this more? The answer was, we weren't ready to talk about it because we were still absolutely shattered that England won the World Cup and we got knocked out in the semis with an absolutely weak performance when we thought that the blood had returned to the Australian one-day penis. Yep. We needed time to lick our wounds, to reassess, to get back into the right mind frame and come at this all guns blazing, positive as hell. Yep. Okay. So now that we've got that out of the way, Ashes starts this Thursday, 8 p.m. for those of you living in the eastern states. Absolutely throbbing for a bit of fucking test cricket. Absolutely throbbing. It's been far too long. The old enemy cannot fucking wait to rip in. Now, test one Edge Bastard. We have had a very tumultuous relationship of late with Birmingham. Uh, We obviously lost the semi there to England, which was a fucking catastrophe. Uh, 2005, we lost the ashes there, basically. Um, We haven't had any success there, which we've mentioned on previous podcasts, since the 99 World Cup semi-final. Mm. But we arrived there once more. Last time we played there, 2015, you'll remember after we beat them at Lords, we went to Edgbaston, and we had our tails up. You know, we were... We thought we were going to come home... With a wet sail. With a wet which sail. Which still doesn't make sense to me, that saying, but... Yeah. Now, I digress. We digress. We got bowled out for 136. So, I believe it was overcast and the nut was swinging. This is the real concern. Obviously, we'll get to the squad that was announced in just a moment, but our history uh, with the swinging nut is not a good one. It's as good as our history with Edgebaston, really. Uh, we shit ourselves at... First sight of the ball doing a little, a little, you know, movement. So is it surprising? Is, is it surprising that the first test is there? Absolutely not. Of course I think not. they want to embarrass us out of the gates. At least try to get us scared, get us in the back foot. Now, Eddie, could you just please take the punter and the dribbler through the squad for us? That's been announced. Yes, I can. Once, Once I, unlock, I, the I unlock the phone for you, there you are. So, punters, dribblers. I'm just gonna. Should I rattle them off, or do you want to stop? As we go through, I think rattle them off and then we'll come back. So, as I'm reading them in front of me on this phone Hazelwood, Payne, Cummings, Bancroft, Harris, Cummins, Cummins, Bancroft, Harris, Head, Harris, Head, Kawaja, Labachagne? Labachagne's in there. Lyon, Mitch Marsh, Nessa, Pattinson, Siddle, Smith, Stark, Wade, Warner. How do you feel about that? Well, let's just talk about the ones that. So, Nessa, how he's the household name of the team. Nessa, uh, a tweaker. I think he's a fast bowler. I think. He, I think. Is he, he? I think he swings the Duke, bro. The Dukes. Think he's a, think he's a quick. Um, and I think that he's had some good um shield form in the back end when they were um, when they were introduced the Dukes to the the final few, however many rounds it was of the Shield season. Your the amount of rounds they played with it. But Nessa, he's the household name for the team, definitely. Couldn't pick him in a lineup, mm. but excited to see how he goes, if he even gets a game, uh, because realistically, our fast bowling is kind of locked outside of and maybe coming in for someone. Mm. Um, Matt Wade has finally found the person he needed to fuck to get back in that side. We don't know who it was. We can't confirm who Wade had to fuck or Suck, but he's fucked or sucked. He's done it. That's a fact. He's back. He's that we do know. We do know. Well, that's con- that's confirmed by the fact that he's in there, um, and every chance to be batting. I think at maybe five or six. I think he'd be at six. 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 I, think, I think realistically, you'd put him at six. Yes. Mitch Marsh in the squad. Don't know if there's going to be a whole lot of need for a fifth seamer. No. But or f- four fourth. Fourth, fourth. Uh, seven. Look, I think Mitch Marsh. They they had their intra club uh, game, which obviously was a bit of a shit show. Uh, the batsmen were horrible. Well, it but was a, it was a shit show. Swamp Junior Junior did perform well with the ball, and I guess you kind of go, well, what's the point in having him? What's the point in doing that if you don't reward some form within that format? So, banger's back. Banger's back. He's been scoring a lot of runs. He's yep. been over playing county cricket, been exposed to English conditions. Got a lot of work done with the Duke. Well, he's also uh, he's a changed man, Eddie. We know that he is now a fully fledged yogi. Uh, yes, he's, he is. He's uh, namasteing. He's doing his vinyasas. He's doing the downward dogs. Uh, he's back. He's back. I think. I think as well as you know, someone who is partial to a bit of yoga myself, Eddie. That's well documented. Yes. Uh, thus the flexibility. Thus the flexibility. And the tight core. Yes. Um. He is very good at blocking out the obvious emotion and uh, sort of head noise that would come from returning from such global uh, fallout. Yeah. You know? Oh, global fallout's putting it mildly. Yeah. This this thing was Chernobyl, um, yeah. although that's less than global fallout. But you get what we're saying, Punished dribblers. Yeah. Um, Heard him interviewed today. He was like, mate, it is what it is. People come up to me and ask me to sign sandpaper. They've done this, that, and that. And he's just like, fuck it. I'll sign that paper. I think he has to take a fuck it mentality into this. And I'm happy for him to do that. And I think yoga's helped him. I think so. It'll be interesting to see who they pick. Probably go with Harris up top, you would think. Well, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Ha- w- Kawaj, you're fighting to be fit. So I don't. I mean, Kwasa is fine, but if we just go up the top of the order, let's let's work out what we do here. So, Bancroft is in form now. Harris was out of form at the end of the Australian summer. We were playing Sri Lanka, and, and you know, he, didn't have a, uh, he didn't have a great summer. Oh, sorry, as I try to unlock this phone for Eddie. He mm. didn't have a great summer, I don't think, Harris from memory, or he had a bad end to it. Again, Dior this, but I'm pretty sure he wasn't. He, he sort of, he, he petered out. Mm. Um, he was all right against India maybe in that fucking series, which I'd escaped, I'd, I'd wiped from my memory until that very moment and I'm now sweating. Um, but then you think about people like Smoke and Joe Burns and Curtis Patterson who were absolutely throbbing at the end of summer, can't get in there. Mm. I, I'm still not sure what Lava Chagney does. Do you know? Yeah. I just, I'm just still not there on Love Like by all means, I'm happy to be proven or just to have my mind changed. I just don't know what he does. I know he can bowl a little bit and I know he bats a little bit, but does he do any of them? Well, at the end of the day, we need to score runs. We've got the best quicks in the in the, the world, world. You could say save for Jasper. You've got Poirot. you've got Nathan Lyon, who, as we've mentioned before, prepared to take on Pidge. And to send a second most test wickets at the end of his career, like that's realistic for for Nate, for the goat. Nate's working his way into so, that So I mean, bowling's not going to be a problem. Absolutely not. We need to score runs. Yes. So unless you can score a bucket load of them, I don't give a shit if you can bowl some spin yeah. or you can, or you can bowl a few overs here and there. I don't. Ca- I don't care, mate. Mm-mm. You need to be averaging fifty, and you need to be scoring tons under the pump. That's what we need. Tons under the pump. And if you're not doing that, you can go and get fucked. Now, I know that might sound harsh. No, but, but it's not harsh. When we, when you consider we haven't won the Ashes in England since two thousand and one, an absolute age by anyone's metric, Mm -hmm. we need to knuckle down and we need to get some W's back, okay? Because that India series, which has since been wiped from the memory, still lingers. We need to move past the South African debacle. We need to ascend once more to the dominant force that we know we are and that we should be. And I think that starts 8 p.m. Thursday. Now, the boys need to score runs. Simple as that. Runs are plenty. So pick... The run scorers, please. Yes. That's why Wade's back in there. Wade will be at six, like Wade there at six. He'll boy the boys. At Wade's, Wade, I think, has learnt that he's no longer a wicketkeeper for this nation. Doesn't need to be. He's a boy boyer. He's a boy-boyer. He's very chatty. He gets the boys boyed, okay? Chirps. He, he chirps. He, he's a chirpy little fucker. And I think that the mountain of runs he scored, he's beautiful to come in at six because he can he can provide a foil to people. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. If, if Warner's going for gold, he can fall him if we lose a couple of early ones. Smudges in, same thing. He's and look, just there and so he can play a role. He though. can play a role, but he's, he's, he's in the runs right now, is Wade. So mm, in he's the in the runs. the runs. That's what we need. Uh, so obviously, we go, I I think maybe Bancroft will be picked ahead of Harris. That's my feeling. So you've got Bancroft Warner, also, Bancroft, Kawaja, Smith. Who's your five? Travis Head. Travis Head, five. Nice captain? Wade, six. Payne, seven. Uh, Cummins. Cummins, Stark. And then they'll Wyatt. either go. They'll either, yeah. oh, but then Pattinson are also. They're also, also talking about Pattinson over Stark. I don't know that Pattinson can get in there straight away. <coughs> so it'll be it'll be the country boy. I think it's the country boy. Cummins and, and Stark yeah. uh, in terms of our fast bowling mm. uh, trio. I think you, I think you s- stick with the trio, don't you? I think so. Pattinson's roaring back to to calculations, and I like Pattinson. He's got a sleeve. It's always nice to have a, a sleeved bowler, Mitchell Johnson. You yes. know, yeah. Um, but I don't think so just yet, bro. I think we give it Just to... wait your turn, bro. Yeah. You know, you've had three years out, and I'm excited to see you back. And believe me, if one of the boys doesn't aim up, then welcome. But Pat Cummins is there for the whole five tests, so I'll give you the hot tip. Steve Smith due a ton. Smith very much due a ton. Very much. When was the last time you saw him take the helmet off? Not for a while. When was the last time you saw him hold the bat halfway up and point his Kookaburra, uh, sorry, his uh, his uh, his koala mattress sticker out? Not for a while. Not for a long. Well, not since time. the ashes. Not since the ashes back here. Jesus, that seems like a lifetime ago. We were different people. We, we were, were different, different people. We the world a, was different. We were a different nation. We were. So I think now it's time to set new memories and and write new narratives because. Uh, positive ones positive ones let's hope this can be a cathartic experience for the cricketing for the nation uh, uh, the cricketing nation look know? i mean the nation needs something there's been it's been rich in turmoil and rich in disappointment mm-hmm. lately and that's just a fact we haven't won jack shit we couldn't even win the netball world cup which again and we've never finished lower than second don't get me fired up about the netball world cup again eddie i won't i'm not going to start the me. big guy because no. he went for days on just an just a nonsensical rant. I went into a depression, let's be honest. It's all right. We so we've it. only just pulled the big guy out. We can't get him started. But my point is valid. Nothing's gone our way except if you're a new South Welshman and you love the game of rugby league. But and for you're an Victorian listeners and our West Australian listeners and our South Australian listeners. And obviously... That wouldn't have mattered to you. No. So if you're going on Australian performances and Australian performances alone, you have had fuck all going on. Yep. No one's winning in the surfing. Dan Ricardo can't even finish the races. Uh, the Wallabies are awful. The Netballers didn't win. Uh, where's Jason Day and Adam Scott? Uh, when was the last time they featured in any golf tournaments? Nothing. Nothing's going on. Curious doesn't care. We have... Forgot Ash Barty. Ash Barty, one shot Sorry, light. Shout out to Ash. And also our Southern Stars... Cricketers, they did just get Absolutely. the. Absolutely, you're right. The Thank women you. are flying. Look, I can't be Nash. too negative. I can't Unless be too negative. <laughs> women are flying. Netballers, no. But other than that, Ashbarty, cricket, uh, you know the 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 soccer team. Now nah, the soccer team fucked no, up in the were, world. No, cup. they were awful. Nah, mate. they fucked up the world were, cup. People are putting them down to be in the final. Like, yeah, win the fucking. Yeah, thing. no, they let us down there. Look, so it's really cricket now. All I'm saying is, when we used to win everything, now that we're only winning like one or two things, it's disappointing. The boys can write this wrong. If we win the Ashes in England, like all's forgotten. All's forgotten. Yep. That'll take the relief. That'll I mean, Michael Checkout would be begging, begging for an Australian win over there. Because if they win, then no one cares about the wallabies. They go, Well, we've already wrapped up the ashes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like we know you're it won't be as important. It but if we lose the ashes and then the wallabies go and put in a horseshit performance at the rugby world cup, like, oh my God. I mean, Check is going to quit anyway if we lose. So, he doesn't. He's just sort of going, well, I'm either going to be like a legend here or you know, I'm out or I'm out. Yeah. Back to his fashion line, which he legitimately has. I don't know, it's weird. No, he's he's quite wealthy. Yeah, he's he's uh he's uh, independently wealthy, we like to call. Yeah. People like Michael Jordan. Yes. He doesn't he doesn't care about coaching. He doesn't do it for the paycheck. He does it he, for the love of the game. But he doesn't mind a paycheck. Who does? Um but that's where we're at. That's so where we're at. So good luck to the boys. Good luck. Uh, just, just knuckle down. When the going gets tough, please just knuckle down. It's going to be nipping about. Just knuckle yeah. Just knuckle, yeah, just knuckle, knuckle down. down. You know what I mean? Knuckle Don't, down. No rush shots. Leave them in. If it's outside off, just leave the fucking thing. Just leave it. Leave it. Just wait and leave it. No tight leaves, but just leave it. Okay? Okay. That's all. Don't go... Wildly thrashing outside off when it's nipping about. No. You guarantee you can guarantee it'll be overcast. Yeah, it'll, and it'll be, be doing a bit, it'll and be we'll be lose moving. the toss, and they'll probably send us in. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's that's cricket. Uh, shout out to the boys. Let's boy the boys. Boy the boys. Uh, get around the boys. Get boy get the, boys. the boys. Boy the boys. All right. So dribbler dribbles. Dribbler dribbles. Dribble, dribbles. Got a big one here. All right. So this is from Lloyd Warren Howard. The double barrel last name could play rugby union. Can't confirm. But Lloyd Warren Howard, shout out to Lloyd. Very rugby union. But this is an NRL question, so who knows? Uh, Are the rules surrounding which club you support, NRL but applicable to all team sports, I suppose? If the city slash suburb you were born in has a team, are you obliged to follow that team? If, for instance, you were born and raised in Townsville, are you a wanker for supporting the Rabbits? What does a bloke from the Gold Coast who supports the Melbourne Storm because it was full of Queensland legends do once all the legends have retired? Obviously, this is an extremely complex and loaded topic, just splitting at the seams with emotion. I can see this being an explosive talking point with the potential to raise the ire of the punter and whip the glistening spittle on the chins of the dribbler into a froth. (laughs) But it's been bothering me for a while, and I thought that if there were two generational sporting minds that would have the courage to make a start at unpacking this, it's the perennially stiff lads over at the Hello Sport podcast Targo the Raiders that was eloquent well written very well written very well written now I just wanted to get to the i just want to, i need to have all the facts. So he he's born and raised in Townsville. I don't goes even know. For, goes for the rabbits. I'm not sure if he's. But then, what about the storm thing? I don't think he's giving us facts about his life. I think he's asking the question. So, if you live in Townsville but you support the Storm, or if you live in the Gold Coast and you go for the Rabbitohs or whatever the hell his little mix was, mm. are you a fuckwit? Do you have an obligation to support the team from where you live? Well, look if you are. A born and raised in Townsville, but you've been living for a long time in Sydney. Like, well, the thing is, right? If you're born and raised in Townsville, you they sh- you should have been going for them when, when you, you live up there. there. There's a you know it's a complex question here, right? Because I I grew up in uh, outside of Sydney, mm. Southern Highlands region. Yeah, but my old man was a manly boy, mm. so we always went for manly. Now I don't think that I have any obligation to support, you know, what's that area? I guess you'd say, like, Illawarra Steelers, That'd St. George, be, Illawarra. It'd be St. George. Uh, you know. Technically. But you don't have a team. You don't have a team. But, like, the one that's closest to me. Let's say I lived in fucking uh, St. George, but the old man was still from Manly. I don't think that I have to go for St. George because I'm there. I think I think uh, the father-son rule the father-son takes rule, precedence mate, over the anything. F- the father-son rule gets you through yes. 100%. I think that you know you are allowed to go for whoever you want but you got to pick and stick. I would say though that like with one with one town teams like Townsville yes. or like Newcastle. yeah. I don't know, without going on the father-son rule, what excuse you would have for going for something. That's what I mean. So if you live in Townsville, have your whole life, but go for the Rabbitohs, just that because doesn't you make like sense. the fact that Greg Inglis played for it, doesn't that, make that's, sense. that's bullshit. You're that a doesn't wanker. make sense. You're in a Sydney, In Sydney, there's a lot of teams. So you so can, it's a little bit it's more. A, it's an easier sell. It's an easier sell yeah. to a degree. Even then. But, it, I mean, it can get a little bit tricky. But let's just stick with the original question of one-team town stuff. You'd want to have a fucking good excuse for flipping. And the reality is there isn't one. A very good excuse. There isn't one. And there isn't one unless there's the father-son rule. Or a family member plays. Again, need a very iron There aren't many of those. Very. I mean, very, very few. So to answer your question, Lloyd. Can't be done. Can't be done. If you do that, you're a wanker. If, and, and then to answer your second question, what happened? You know, can I support Melbourne because they're full of Queensland legends? No. No, you can't. You're allowed to appreciate them. They could be your second team, but you're not allowed to follow them just because. Yeah, because a second team's all right because a second team changes. Like, at the, a second team can change week to week. But, you know, at the start of a season, when you see a team that's got a bunch of good players, like at the start of the season, I reckon Newcastle was my second favourite team. Nice bloody, you know, like the town all get around and Pong mm. is throbbing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Was going all right. Clemmer. They got some good players. in around. Good the club. culture, good rugby league culture up there. So you can do whatever you want with your second team, that's on you. But if you live in an area and you've got no real reason to be going for a team outside of that, then you're a Wanker. Because A, you're never going to go to the games. And B, if you're going to stop supporting them when Queensland players, Queensland legends leave, then like, what sort of fan are you, bro? What are you doing? That's not a fan. You well, can't, because then you're a fan of the players, not the club. Nah. and that's not what it is nah. because players change all the players fucking time come and go. like you said the Queensland players will leave Melbourne at some point so you can't support a club based on players unless you're like four or unless you're like an NBA fan who just follows LeBron but we don't but like you can follow whatever NBA team you want because you're not American that's it so you just pick one and like whatever but, like, I'm talking about real fan here, right? Mm. Like, people that say, like, oh, I'm, I I love Liverpool. Liverpool's my favourite football team. I'm like, bruh, you've never been to a game. How much? Like, you're not from Liverpool. You can't be that big a fan. No, like, I'm you, not gonna, su- you never walk alone, Scott. Yeah, but you could support them. Cool. But you can't be, like, passionate and no. cry and shit. No. I'm sorry. You can't. You can't. Because you, uh, you don't really understand it. You don't get it. Like, I, mate, when I go to Manly three or four times this year, like, it, it feels like. Like home. Yes. From a club perspective, right? Yes. And you get around it and you can taste it and you can feel it and it's tangible and it's there. That's what you get when you support a club. It's more than the players. It's like. It's, it's more than the plays. It's more than just watching it on TV. It's more than just being like, "Oh yeah." Like it's it's about actually immersing yourself in it. Yeah, it's you, gotta, you gotta plays, you gotta you gotta throw knowing your lineup. That's it. Knowing who some of your reserves are. Know who some of your good kids coming through. Are. Shout out to everyone who, who tagged us in uh, that bench Boyvage oh, yeah. video of the week. Plenty of those. An emergent son of a tomato farmer. Uh, but there's more to it than just being like, "Oh yeah, I support a club." Like we've got some friends who, and we've done this on some of our earlier podcasts, of which remain. Uh, hidden from the public for other reasons but where we would shame people for we did it twice uh, being basically uh, for flipping on clubs for being weak as piss now if you feel like us kicking that off again if you want to send in someone that you think deserves to be shamed publicly because they have changed the club they support please you know where to hit us up at Podcast on Instagram and we'll shame them we'll shame them but we'll also give them a right of reply yep so we'll go okay who is it and what's what's their excuse? And then we'll shame them, then we'll give them the right reply. Because a shaming will happen. Oh yeah. Pre excuse. Oh yeah. Um Hope that clears it up. Yes. Now I I don't know if that's uh there's anything else for us this week, Eddie. I feel like that's uh the podcast. Hell of a podcast. Hell of a podcast. Minute an hour ten. Thank you uh to Lloyd uh Warren Hepworth or whatever your hell of a question. Double barrel last Shane's name was. One. Huh? Oh, KD's got one as well. Thank you, Lloyd uh, Lloyd Warren Howard, for that question. Um, And we've got one more from the King of Dribble, the man who will never get the Pipe Layer of the Week. That's not true. He might earn it, but probably won't. Um, Now, punters, dribblers, KD, King of the Dribblers, has a rich history of sending in awful questions. So it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. If this is any good. G'day, dribblers. Good to see Manly and Trent's firmly in the top eight. You know what? That's a nice way to start. That's a nice way to start. He's, he's gone out of his way. In yep. honor of the elite throbbers that are the Travojevich, Travojevich brothers, I have a question. In your uneducated opinion, wrong, educated, apart from them, who are the greatest siblings in sporting history and why? I would say the Barrett brothers of All Blacks fame. Cheers, KD. You know what? The Barrett brothers are pretty good. There were three of them. Um, I mean, the Mannings in the NFL... What about the Stewarts? two rings? Brett Stewart, Glenn Stewart, two rings. Played for the country, played for the state. Uh, the Johns Clive brothers, Churchill, medalist in there as well. Clive Churchill, medalist in there as well. Uh, the Johns brothers were good, but I guess Matt, Joey way better than Matt. But they both played for Australia, both won grand finals. The Morrises, have them both won grand finals. I don't think you could put them in there. The Wars? The Wars. The Wars are pretty close. I think the Wars are pretty goddamn close. Um what else do we have here, mate? I mean, you could say, uh, could you say like Sam Kerr and her brother Daniel Kerr, AFL uh, top of the game for AFL, won a grand final, and then Sam Kerr is one of the greatest female uh, athletes in the world. Not um, bad, not bad. But hasn't like, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, but no, I'm not giving yeah, it but to no, him. No, but no. you know, um, yeah, but no, Seth and Steph Curry, not Australian. Was that in part of I the I think question? it was in the world. I don't know if it was Australian. So I said Peyton and Eli Manning. Did he say world? Let me double check that. In sporting history. Oh, yeah, because he mentioned the fucking Barrett's, of course. The Mannings, bro. That's they're pretty legit. Not a bad one, huh? Not a bad one at all. Uh, Andy now, Irons, Bruce Irons. Just that's a good one. What about uh what about uh Mitchell Stark and Brandon Stark? I mean, not bad, not bad. One of the greatest white ball workers of all time, time and And one of the great jumpers in Australia. One of the great jumpers, and look, we know how much the nation loves a jumper. Yeah, Um, not a bad shout. Not a bad bad shout. The Campbell sisters swimmers, not gonna make it. Nah, nah. Do you do you like the Wars in? I think the Wars are a pretty good uh, a pretty good uh, shout there. I don't know. They're only in rugby. the ellers the ellers the ellers are pretty tight but again before our time before our time so i'd say the wars i'd lock the wars in i'd lock the wars in one of the great all-time great captains in steve and then obviously mark just an absolute throbber <laughs> So, yeah, there's that. There's that too, you know. Um, plenty of Ashes, plenty of World cups, plenty of shit Shitloads of tests for their nation. Yeah, uh, shitloads. shitloads of runs, shitloads of wicks. Shitloads of, shitloads of records. Shitloads of records, shitloads of good times. One's immortalized in bronze for God's sake. Exactly, right? And then the other one's probably cut about that. But that's all right. That's sibling rivalry. It's probably what drove them to be that good. They're twins and I'm pretty sure such is the competitive nature. I don't even know if they're that tight anymore. But that's it. That's it. Best siblings ever. Some pretty good names in there though. Not a yeah. bad question. I think we, I think we got some of them. We may have missed some punters dribblers if we have. Please, it's send because them in. we've had a big weekend. Huge weekend, and you must forgive us. Uh, but you know what, King Dribble. Good question. Good question, bro. Uh, at our Sport podcast and Instagram, Curtly Bill, please get in touch. Um, really getting a little bit ridiculous now, Curtly. We really need to get you on. Uh, obviously, hopefully, that's happening soon. Obviously, oh. we hope that. Also, those whispers, still persistent. Still persistent. The curtly linking to Manly. I don't know. I've I've heard that he's been spotted around Warringah. Um, just what I've heard. Just what I've heard. So, uh, I mean, I I know that we'd, we'd take him with both hands. Oh, and fists. And fists. And feet. And everything. Yeah. Got to Holy, go. Solely. Got to get out of here, though, because... Hot. Hot, f- sweaty, running out of fuel. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore?